0: Hello, and welcome to the Sister Sista Podcast. I started this podcast as a guide for the young women coming into her own and for the women still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy, a stay at home mom who's building a community for women to uplift each other and feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about love, lifestyle, health, relationships, current events. And so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Hello, and welcome to the Sister Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Trudy, and I want to let you know that for the month of February, I will be doing a limited series about love, relationships, marriage, and how to improve upon our foundation and build with our partners. The guest for this February will be Val. So, how are you doing today, Val?
1: Hi, Trudy. I am well. Thank you for having me on today.
0: Perfect. So do you want to let our listeners know just a little bit more about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So again, Valerie with um, Not Your Average Wife, I'm the founder of Not Your Average Wife, but most importantly, I am a resident therapist where I specialize in couples, relationships, marriages, and how to basically connect in on a deeper level. So that's a little bit about what I do. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So today we are talking about effective communication so can you just give us a general idea or definition on what that looks
1: like? Right. So effective communication is basically the ability to convey information to your partner effectively and efficiently. So what does that mean? Some characteristics of effective communication could be something as just um, a strong decision making together, um, having like a strong um, response. What I mean by that is being able to mention show strong responses, right? And mm-hmm. making sure that the other person is understanding exactly what you're trying to convey to them, right? Um, and just having the courtesy and grace um, to allow the other person to kind of understand what you're saying, right? So effective communication, you know, it happens to a lot of us, right? We're trying to get to that point where our communication may not be the best. And it's okay because I feel like all relationships at some point may have experienced that. So just being able to communicate and simplify, listen to and illustrate and affirm what the other person is saying. Those are some basic um, characteristics of what effective communication will look like. Mm -hmm. So I think also
0: like with effective communication, you also have to have also be like a very good listener when it Mm -hmm. comes to communicating effectively, like we can talk, but we also have to know how to listen. Right. So for the first kind of part of this series, we were talking about, you know, self-love and how to have that foundation as a single person. And then now for the second part, getting into effective communication, we're talking about getting into a partnership, relationship, or marriage. And I mean, this can even pertain to, if you're, you know, in your professional life, if you're dealing with your boss or other co-workers because communication it's not just solely between your partner um so but for this episode we're going to be specific with relationships um so i just wanted to get into so say if you're having like kind of a disagreement or you're angry with your partner because this obviously happens and you have very strong feelings Um, But you don't want to be yelling because that's not going to kind of give you the effective communication. What is the first thing? Like, before we, you know, go into the room and start yelling, are we just going to take a deep breath, count to five? Like, what would you say? What are the steps? (laughs)
1: Absolutely. The first step I would say is to sometimes you have to take a deep breath, right? You have to take a moment, especially when it's a sensitive conversation or a difficult conversation, right? The first thing you need to do is basically definitely take a step back and then make sure that you pay attention to your you language. You know, you language, you language are things such as you are. For example, you should. I know you may have been guilty of it. I may have been guilty of it too. So this is a, this is a conversation for everyone, right? These you language, you statements are very important to acknowledge. You need to. You mm-hmm. have to. You better. And you, you know, you all of these you're not good enough or you should pay attention to okay. all of these are examples of you language being able to be mindful of what you're saying right when you're mm-hmm. upset so right? we shouldn't so,
0: use you language
1: no we should not use. okay the first one is to not use you language right um, and no one likes being told what to do. No one likes to have someone, you know, telling them being, you know, directive and telling them what they should and should not be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's one of the pitfalls of one of the barriers to effective communication. That's when a lot of times you may tend to pass judgment or times when we become resentful you know, okay. towards our partner. So the first step is to be mindful of our youthful state, our youth language, sorry, and um, not to not use it, try our best not to use it because it doesn't do anything to improve the communication in your, in your relationship. Okay. So we're not going to use you language.
0: Mm-mm. What's the second thing that we need to be mindful of when we're trying to have effective communication?
1: The second one is to be more mindful of your your tone. A lot of times our tone is not so much what we're saying, it's how we're saying it, right? So just be mindful that our tone and our body language is not conveying a different message than what we're verbally trying to express with our partner, right? Okay.
0: Okay, so our tone. Um, mm-hmm. so that means like we're not gonna be high-pitched screaming. We have to be just very calm and just convey our message. And is it for effective communication? Is it good to just keep it simple and concise?
1: Yes. It's very important to keep it keep it simple and concise. And let me tell you why. And I know, guys, where I'm giving you tools and it's difficult. I don't want you guys to think that this is a simple thing to do when you're not in the habit of expressing that effective communication. it takes time and a lot of times if you know you're not well at effective communicating with their partner, then yes you do you should most importantly keep it simple and concise just stick to stick to the topic and a lot of times that's where the conversation tends to go in the left field a different direction when we don't stick to the conversation. We are like dumping you know, mm-hmm. major different issues that we're having with our partner, instead of, you know, keeping it simple and concise to say, hey, this is the, this is what's bothering me right now. This is what I'm feeling that, you know, I am like, really, I feel like we need to talk about, right? And not just all your grievances, dumping all your grievances on your partner at one particular time. That does not help in affect the communication at all.
0: Yeah. So we're not going back and reliving past issues so I'm saying you know two years ago we're not doing
1: (laughs) no we're not try your hardest I know it's tough sometimes you're like so you know annoyed you're so disappointed aggravated about the situation I know it's difficult but please guys do not like go in the past and bring up past issues into your relationship it doesn't help the situation at all it doesn't help your communication Mm -hmm. okay so what would be okay so we've
0: we're not using new language. We're gonna watch mm-hmm. our tone, keep it simple and concise. Mm-hmm. Any other tools that we can use when we're trying to just start the conversation?
1: Yes, yeah, starting the conversation. Let's talk about validating the other person's feelings. Let's start there. Let's talk about, you know, your concerns are meaningful to me, right? Let's talk about recognizing emotions right? And recognizing how you feel about the situation, right? Taking some time to pretty much say, hey, these are how I'm feeling and try your best not to allow the negative aspects of what you're feeling conveyed to the other person by belittling them, right? Mm-hmm. Minimizing their feelings or being negatively judging their, their feelings, right? So a lot of times we validate not only do we validate our feelings, but we also have to validate our partner's feelings in the same process. And that takes some time to do, I know.
0: Yeah, that one actually seems like a really hard one to Mm -hmm. validate the other person's feelings and say how you feel, but also making sure not to, as you said, minimize the person that you're talking to. It's about conveying your message and not making somebody else feel bad and making yourself feel great.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, do this as you know in in our relationships sometimes we do it unintentionally and sometimes we are intentional we want to be honest sometimes we are intentional about um doing these things because we're hurt right Mm -hmm. let's be honest we're hurt by whatever the situation is or you know we get in our feelings about it and you know we just don't know how else to even have this conversation. So we're going to make those mistakes until we learn. My motto is when you know better, you do better, right? Mm -hmm. So that's go out and do your research and learn ways to effectively communicate with your partner, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Right? So would you also say that like before having like hard conversations or difficult conversations that it's important to kind of reflect or Mm -hmm. analyze the intention behind the conversation so that you're not a bringing up the past b you're not being hurtful like you know that okay the intention behind this is I want to improve upon our relationship so mm-hmm. no I'm not going to you know bring up past exes no I'm not going to bring up all of their pitfalls and mm-hmm. you use the you language and blame 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 so we have to maybe mm-hmm. before you even having those really tough conversations of saying what's my intention Mm-hmm. If I start this conversation, is it to just belittle and be mean? Or do I really want us to change and, you know, better to better our relationship?
1: Absolutely. Like, so absolutely. So that goes with the the one of the strategies of just being mindful that we need to definitely have more of a what are my intentions behind this? What do I want to gain from this conversation? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we just have conversations, not really looking at what if I were to say this particular thing, what, what it would be my intention? Am I am, am I wanting our communication to improve or do I just want to make things worse? Or mm-hmm. do or do I feel by saying this it's gonna make the situation work? So definitely, what is your attention? Mm -hmm. about it and sometimes we have to be soft about the conversation we have to go into the conversation being gentle right Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we don't really know how to be gentle and then there's you know other issues vulnerability issues there could be trust issues there's so many other things but definitely one of the major concerns is to absolutely absolutely be intentional and be honest yeah be honest be transparent
0: yes yeah it's it's thinking about like what's the outcome as mm-hmm. you're saying, like what the intention, but what's the outcome that I want from this? Because if I bring this up where I start to stir the pot, mm-hmm. what's the outcome? What could potentially happen by me doing this? Is it gonna end up good? Or is, I mean, some people they start conversations in you mm-hmm. know, relationships and they think, okay, I'm just I'm stirring the pot, but I I want to resolve this issue. But it could end up in a breakup. Yes. Because the way that they kind of stirred the pot and went about the conversation. So it really is kind of looking and saying, okay, if I say this, what could be the outcome? Because maybe it's going to be triggering to this person if I use a specific tone, if I maybe belittle them by saying this Mm -hmm. word or something like that. So I think like, at least for me, communication, I feel like sometimes I really have to sit down and analyze what am I going to say and how am I going to say it Um, so that I'm conveying how I feel, but I think sometimes I try to leave the emotions out of it Mm -hmm. because then the emotions can come with, Oh, I felt hurt. I felt this, but it's like, I just need to convey. It's hard. It's hard for me to explain, but it's like, I don't want to put so much emotions behind it because then it fuels so many things. And you can say mean things when you put too much emotion behind what you're trying to say. So I try to just leave the emotions out of it. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, you're no, you're not wrong. You absolutely explained it just fine. Um, yeah, this is exactly what you said, and a lot of times we don't do that, right? And sometimes, to be honest with you, it's not going to always come out the way we want it to, right? Um, and sometimes it's going to be a little cloudy, sometimes it's going to be a little, you know, spicy, sometimes it's going to be, um, confusing. And that's where you give your partner your full attention and say, Hey, I'm really trying to understand exactly what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. What, how can to, could you clarify a little bit and sometimes it's, it takes is for real to be honest with you communication takes two, right it's not only you communicating with your partner it's also your partner communicating with you right mm-hmm. because it's a dialogue between two people that's what communication is yes um so so Is allowing that, creating that space for both of you guys to be able to communicate and say how you are feeling, right? And and one of the ways to do that is by giving each other your full attention. So, no, you're going to share it in a way that makes sense to you, and once you do share it, as you were just describing, your partner then, in turn, the hopeful part is this, that your partner will understand what you're saying, because they know you as the person, or if they do not understand what you're saying, then they're willing to ask questions about help me understand, honey, what are you saying? Right.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's true. That's the, the other part of it is the person who's listening, they have to be able to, after having the listening to you say, okay, you know what? I have no clue. I have no idea what you're saying. I needed mm-hmm. to elaborate or I need you to be a little bit more clear, mm-hmm. you know? And if during these kind of dialogues, if it starts to get heated, what would you recommend you just say, you know what? Okay. Like if it was a couple cu- mm-hmm. in couples counseling, would they say, okay, you know what, when we're going to, when do we have heated conversations, we have to be able to say, okay, time out and step mm-hmm. away before mm-hmm. we say something that's going to be triggering or hurtful to the other person. Mm-hmm. Is so, that a good, is that a good strategy or a good tool to use?
1: So here's the thing we have to keep in mind that a lot of times um, when we're in heated conversations, as you stated, one person tends to not want the conversation to end, right? Typically, that's true, right? So that's when you will say to, to your partner, do you mind? Can we agree to disagree? Let's just start there. Can we agree to disagree? Or can we have this conversation at a later time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mate, would you mind if we have this, com- this conversation later time? Only because you know, maybe your partner does not know, but maybe you know that this is not going to be solvable at this time, or we're not going to come to a mutual understanding at this time. Mm-hmm. So at that time, when it's escalating, we want it to de-escalate the situation. And by doing so, you remove yourself from the conversation, not just walk away. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying to walk away as your partner is speaking to you. Yes, that's a big no-no. That's a huge no, no. And a lot of us are guilty of doing that. Like we're, you know, the conversation is escalating. We are upset. We're overwhelmed. We're frustrated. And one of the things that we do when the pitfalls is we walk away as the other person is speaking. (laughs) I'm like, that's not helpful.
0: That's like a reality television move where you just just exit, you exit the scene.
1: Exit the scene. And, and and most people think by you acting the scene that you're helping the situation, you're helping your relationship. You're not because you're avoiding this issue, this major challenge issue that you have in, and walking away is not resolving an issue. Walking away is just prolonging, you know, the the resolution of the issue. Mm-hmm. that's what that means so it's so good not all conflicts are going to be resolved in a day right or not all conflicts are going to be resolved within that moment it's okay to say hey mine, do you mind if it's okay for us just to have this conversation later um just so i can gain some clarity um and try to understand some of the things or however you feel in your heart of hearts that you need to say but definitely request to have this conversation at later date and it mm-hmm. should be, the later day should not be a week from now. A later, later day should not be five days from now. A later date, we're talking about 24, 48 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Do not allow small issues or turn into huge issues. Um, and one way to prevent that is to have these courageous difficult conversations in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And make
0: sure that you stick to it. If you're saying, okay, we're going to come back to this maybe tomorrow after work mm-hmm. or tomorrow morning over breakfast. If you, if that's what you, you said, you need to stick to it and commit to that and like, you know, have a conversation. This is about like being an adult, you know, if you're going to dedicate that time to it, stick to it and have that conversation, although it's probably going to be tough and rough, but you know, this it's getting through it and having, and that just by doing that, that's setting the tone Mm
1: -hmm. for like, okay,
0: I want to work on our communication. Right. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And I would like to add to that. Definitely, you have to show the commitment, right? And make sure that you are committing to whatever the issues committed and resolving the issues, right? And one way that you do that is this. Some conversations, one of the best communication skills I would say in relationships is to talk about very important topics face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Not not every conversation, guys. It's a text and conversation, right? I was gonna
0: say that too. In this day and age, <laughs> let's not do like conversations over DM or yes. WhatsApp or you know what I mean, voice notes. The best conversations are probably face to face, and I think maybe because you can see people's body language, you can mm-hmm. see their facial expressions, you know, hear their tone. And over text, you are you are. You're coming up with their tone. You're coming up with their body yes. language, all that kind of stuff. And you're putting that image in your head, even though that person may not be doing that. So I find like if you're going to communicate or having like a really charged conversation, heated conversation, mm-hmm. don't do it over text.
1: Agree. So definitely, definitely true. Because here's what a lot of people don't understand. Like with text messages, things could be lost in trans- translation. Like it's very difficult to interpret someone's body language or you can read into things that are not necessarily there through a text message, right?
0: Exactly. So
1: it's very, I would say, when the, I mean, especially like you said, in this day and time, like, please, guys, if you would love to improve your communication in your relationship, please do not text each other important conversations. And I know it's so easy to do. Technology is right at our fingertips. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, I do not agree. That's the best form of um effective communication for your relationship. Yeah. That's not a that's not one of the best communication skills to have.
0: Yeah. If okay, you're trying so to Okay, so I have I have like a theoretic a theoretical issue. Okay. So say if in this day and age we have, you know, the Instagrams, the social media. So you have your partner. This is like boyfriend and girlfriend. It's not super serious, but say mm-hmm. like I don't know, somebody sends you a DM or oh, your, your boyfriend's talking to me. I heard that you're his girlfriend, but he's been talking to me and you get screenshots and all this kind of stuff. So you're heated, your heart is pounding. You're mm-hmm. like sweating. You're like, okay, like, how do you now go about handling this? Because you have your emotions or you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, angry. So maybe the first thing you're going to do is maybe send that text message, just mm-hmm. clear, maybe we need to have a conversation. hmm And of course it needs, and and it needs to be in person. Like, so you're going to text them. We need to have this conversation in person. Mm -hmm. And then what, what's the next step so that you don't get like so angry, I guess, like, obviously you don't text them back the whole conversation. Right. That's what I'm just just trying to figure out. Like in this day and age, people want to go ahead and just spill everything out over text message, but you're just like, you know what, avoid it and make sure that. You're talking to that, you're, you're talking to them face-to-face.
1: Right. So let me say, um, of course, I just want to say that anger is a common emotion, right? Let's just start there. Right. So the person's feelings are definitely valid, um, and they're entitled to their perceptions and thoughts about that situation. However, I would not, you know, I would, okay. Okay. I'll just say this. Let me take a step back. I would, of course, have my proof. Don't get me wrong because mm-hmm. it could be your word against his or vice versa. Definitely have your proof. But also I, that's a face-to-face conversation. So here's the thing, because here's the thing. You can go ahead and send all this information to him. And then he's like, and then you're texting this information. He's already playing out what's going, what he's going to say, right? Yeah. You're giving him time. You're giving him time to kind of come up with a scenario that um, may or may not be true. So here's the flip side of this, guys. The proof, the proof of the text message proves what? You have to determine if you're gonna believe. The text message, do you trust your partner, right? Is it something you can work through? You have the screenshots, of course, you have the proof. Do you know this person? Do you trust your partner? And if you are, and if you feel like, okay, this is valid, you know, you're, you, some type of infidelity, then how do I handle that? Yeah. So it's a difference between confronting and communicating. Right. And a lot of people confront people with evidence and you're rightfully so to have that evidence, but what, so, so here's, it goes back to what we said earlier. What are your intentions behind bringing this to your partner? Mm -hmm. What, what are you, what, what are you trying to relate? What message or what resolution are you trying to gain from from bringing this to his attention? Are you bringing it to your partner's attention to say, hey, why are you doing this to me? Can we work it out? Or are you bringing it to his attention to have something to blame him for, but yet still remain in that relationship? So by having this information and this evidence, how are you gonna move for a relationship? So yes, and the one thing about it is that in the heat of the moment, we're gonna be upset. We're gonna be, our friends are gonna be all over the place. So how do we take that energy comment down a little bit and then have that conversation. Because if we're upset and we're getting these DMs right now, we're not going to be thinking rationally, honestly. Mm
0: -hmm. We're
1: we're not going to be communicating. We can care less about effective communication tips right that goes out of the window completely let's be honest yeah so anything that we say at that moment is not going to be beneficial to your relationship so am I saying to you stay in a relationship no I'm not not if you choose not to what I'm saying to you is based on that information you have to make an educated decision on how to move forward in a relationship and sometimes Doing that in the of the, in the heat of the moment without giving yourself a second to understand and process the situation does not help your relationship at that time. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we get this information, we're so overwhelmed by so disgusted by, so hurt by it that we don't allow ourselves time to kind of think about okay, what is going on? What does this really mean? Yeah. Right.
0: I think that's just what I'm trying to convey: is like when you're in like a situation where maybe it has to do with like infidelity and Mm -hmm. you're, you're flooded with emotions. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Are you like, it's, is it a confrontation is most likely what's going to happen compared to saying I need to have effective communication. Or is that even in the equation when it comes to infidelity, if there, if you're suspecting infidelity, is there, is there any effective (laughs) communication, you know, like you don't want to be um you don't want to be like a doormat and be walked all over and say, you know what? I'm just not going to bring it up because I don't believe it. Right. And you don't want to be right. angry all the time and have a confrontation. So where's the in-between when it has to do with forms of infidelity?
1: And you know what? And my answer would be that's a person decision. Because what may work, because here's the reality of it, Tree. Some women will stay. Some, And we're going to be honest. Some women will stay in that relationship. Do I advocate that? No, but some women will stay in a relationship because they want to keep their family together, right? So, and then others would say, we have two types of women. We have one who's going to stay for their family. And then we're going to have other women who can say, I'm not tolerating the infidelity, right? So that decision lies solely within that individual, you know, and I can say, okay, if you do allow the infidelity, how do you move past it? Right. And there's hope that you can move past the infidelity. But again, that takes both partners, relationship and not just the one person that's forgiven the infidelity. Mm-hmm. You know, and, so these, and
0: throughout that, it's it comes down to, I guess, as you said, depending on the person and the individual, how they're going to be communicating. I guess their feelings yes. and 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 such as they're going yes. through that situation,
1: and and rightfully so. So that was a great question because that's a hypothetical situation, but a common one, right? Mm-hmm. That it happens. It happens often. And from there, so we we're in live situations and circumstances where it teaches us one of two things. It it teaches us either what to allow. It teaches us how to behave. It teaches us how to communicate moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. So the infidelity piece of this, once you understand or process what has happened, then the next part is how do I communicate effectively to my partner? Right. Yes. Yes. How do we move forward in communication? Mm -hmm. You're moving forward how am I moving forward in this relationship and how I'm going how am I effectively communicating my feelings my expectations Mm -hmm. you know my my thoughts my 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 everything because you're a team right so when 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 something happens in that relationship, then it hurts the other person we just you know that's a whole nother conversation about relationships and what that looks like but definitely effective communication It teaches you how to do that. And hopefully you can learn from it, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's probably a lot of different steps of how to go about um, like step-by-step when you're dealing with um, somebody who cheated, um, how you go about starting those hard and really tough conversations. And as you said, you have to decide, okay, ultimately what is the outcome? You want to let the person know that yes, this has ended or some people, they're just like, I just want to know the truth. Right. You know, so it, de- it really depends. It's a very um, personal choice on what they want to do. But communication Absolutely. is is definitely key and trying to avoid, I guess, as you said, confrontation.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. try to avoid escalate the situation. If that's a communication is the hope to avoiding escalating you know, um, problems and issues in your in your communicate in your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The goal is to effectively and efficiently communicate our needs and our feelings with our with our mates. That's
0: mm-hmm. the goal,
1: um, because we all want to feel heard. We all want to feel understood, right? Mm-hmm. And we- to be loved, and validation, as I previously mentioned, has a lot to do with that feeling love part. Like my partner listens to me, right? I know that I can come to my my partner no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. That they're going to try their best to understand um, how and validate that I'm feeling. Not that my feelings are facts, but my feelings matter to them, to my mm-hmm. to my mate. You know, okay. and really that's the good. message you want to convey. Mm-hmm. Really good points. Really
0: good points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've done a little bit of kind of research when it comes to effective communication. So Mm -hmm. that means that like you're conveying your message to someone. And then when you're on the receiving side of that, you also want to be a great listener. So I've known for myself personally that I'm trying to be a great listener, but I do have some faults. So Uh one of my faults includes anticipating what that person has to say, which I've heard is, we need, I need to stop doing that. Yes. So cutting in <laughs> and saying, well, this, so I need to stop <laughs> doing that, because it's not a good part of effective communication and listening, having the dialogue.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and we all have been guilty at one point of doing that. Right. So, yeah. And a lot of times we just uh, need to take a step back and just hold like, you know, like some people do that because they feel like, oh, I'm going to forget what I'm going to say to the partner or I want to make this point. Write it down. Right. Write down your list of terms before the object is to give your partner your full attention. That's one of the effective communication skills in a relationship. Give them your full attention, even if you don't agree right? Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like what they're saying is not true, even if you feel like they're making up something or they're not 100% accurate in their perception of the of the particular event that has occurred, give your partner full attention and listen and try to listen to understand, right? Mm-hmm. And not listen to respond to what the person is saying to you. That's the part right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's a really
0: good point. Um, And I was going to say too, so for effective communication, so at the end and you're listening, it doesn't always necessarily mean that you're agreeing or that, as you said, like believe Mm -hmm. what the person has said. You're just undivided attention. That means we're putting down our phones, any distractions for having complete like eye contact with that person, undivided attention and giving them like that respect. Giving them Absolutely. this kind of stage and you're listening to them.
1: Right. And, and, and another thing to add to that, Trudy, is to watch your body language. As your spouse or your partner is speaking to them, you should not be looking up, rolling your eyes in your head, right? You should not be like smacking your teeth, like, mm, yeah, okay. You should not be making negative comments responses to what they're saying and allow them that respect to give them the opportunity to share how they feel, even if you don't agree with them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's difficult for many of us as women, especially as women, you know, we were like, wait a minute, that's not what happened. Or I don't, I don't believe it. Mm From, from my perception, and then we have different matter of opinions, right? We do have different matters of opinion. So just allow your, your partner to be able to say, just to speak their point of mind, their peace mm-hmm. of mind, even if it's not true in your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. You're just respecting your partner enough to um, express how he feels. And that's where you, you, know, you bring about building that connection and bond to have your sp- your spouse or your partner feel like they can really come and communicate with you and talk to you about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, even if even if you don't believe that is true, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to tell you don't want to say to them that you you don't believe them. You don't want to say that because their perception is their reality. Right. And we cannot tell someone else how they feel about any particular people place of things right because mm-hmm. we're all uniquely made and we have you know a different mindset so sometimes what may be true for your partner may not be true for you so we cannot um um tell someone else there how they perceive things you know that's impossible right interesting so, okay
0: mm-hmm. so if, if someone's telling you like this is or a certain situation, this is how it went down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We should not be saying, no, that's not, that's not what happened.
1: No. It's- and you know what? No, we definitely should not. I'm sorry. No, we definitely should not be saying that. Okay. Um, <laughs> We should, what we should be doing instead, because it also tends, sometimes it it can lead to you attacking your spouse. So we don't want to attack each other. So when a person is sharing how their thoughts and feelings about a particular situation, um, that's when an effective communication tip would be to use I statements, you know, because they're telling you how they feel from their point of view. Mm -hmm. So an I statement, so for example, instead of you saying you did this to me and it made me angry. And another way to look at it is saying, I feel that when this occurs, my feelings are hurt, right?
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: It's a different way of saying it, right? So there's a difference, right? Um, You made the problem your own, right? You're not Mm -hmm. attacking your partner and saying, oh, well, you did this to me and I'm mad at you before. I'm upset with you because of that. You're owning the problem by saying, I feel that when this occurred, this is how it made me feel. Okay. You know? Okay. These are effective communication skills to prevent, you know, communications from escalating and to prevent each other from being resentful and defensive toward one another. Because when you're telling someone how a particular situation happened, that's your perception. Yeah. So in communicating that with your, effective communicate with that with your partner, that's where you use the I statements to say, this is how it made me feel this is how I feel when, right? Not that you cause any particular harm or any particular issue against me, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not attacking you. I'm just explaining to you how I felt when the situation occurred. Does that make sense? That
0: makes sense. So mm-hmm. I also wanted to ask um, if we sometimes like attack our partners and we're like, no, like you did this. I was there. I saw you. If we don't communicate effectively the right way, can that sometimes lead to in a relationship, almost our partner wanting to lie to us and deceive us? Because it's like, why am I going to try to communicate and tell you things from my perspective, my point of view, when you're always denying it? So I might as well just lie or just not say anything. So it is really giving them, letting people, as you said, say things from their perspective. And then, as you said, using these like I statements Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it can lead to like your partner wanting to lie or not tell you the truth, or just not even communicate at all, just be completely closed off because mm-hmm. you're not letting them speak their truth.
1: Absolutely, and that's where you know it goes back to what I was saying earlier about creating that safe space, right? Creating that spe- that neutral space where each other can feel comfortable sharing their feelings. Mm-hmm. And what happens if you do not? Um, create that safe space is what you described a few minutes ago, which is they're going to become closed off. And the one, the least thing you want is for your spouse to feel like they can't come talk to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because and the reason because that's detrimental relationship, because communication is one of the most important aspects of a relationship. You have to have communication. Right. Good communication in order for your relationship to sustain. Um, so over time, when we do not use effective communication skills, things like that happens where one, your partner does not feel comfortable sharing Two, they shut down. Let's talk about what we didn't really even discuss the part that they would shut down and they yeah. won't communicate at all. You know, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. And then from shutting down leads to other opening doors to other other challenges that may occur. What yeah. about the intimacy? Right, lack of yeah. intimacy, act, lack of physical touch, mm-hmm. right?
0: Because it, it will. Then, I think it will manifest in other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If like, if you feel like, oh well, you never listen to me, then your partner is like, why? What's the point of me telling you anything if you right. never listen to me? Like, you're not. I can't communicate my feelings to you because you think that I'm lying or I'm not telling right. the truth.
1: Right, and it creates a disconnect within your relationship. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest thing right there. And once that disconnect comes in, that's when the other things come coming too. Like we can talk about the infidelity, as you said, or we can talk about other people being in your DMs. And then let's talk about the fact that you never even share with your spouse that, a person was in your, your DM, like trying to talk to you. Like, Mm -hmm. so if you can't talk to your spouse about what's bothering you, then they're not going to talk to you about someone sliding your DM. That's just communication one-on-one. It doesn't work like that. That's Mm -hmm. where that word, that's where it goes to creating that safe space. Okay. How can I create a space for my spouse to be comfortable enough to share these things with me and that's where that's why it's so important for effective communication so even if you're not doing it don't get me wrong no judgment here guys because it's a process right Um, if you want your relationship to last it's so it's so important that you learn community effective communication skills so when you do have problems or challenges that come up in your relationship that you guys know how to effectively manage them together Right. And that these small little problems don't turn into huge problems um, because they were not the small problems were not addressed. Right. So mm-hmm. that's where effective communication comes in. Just knowing, being comfortable to say, hey, I notice, I notice. Right. We're talking about I statement. I noticed that this and the other happened. I noticed that you are not talking as you as you, you know, once were mm-hmm. or I noticed that you don't feel uncomfortable to share with me, you know, what happened at work or it could be Mm -hmm. something simple as them not sharing your day at work so what do you do you know Mm -hmm. ask ask them so hi how was your day at work right it's communication little things right talk about little things that matters to your partner not about always what matters in your world but try to talk about little things as it relates to your to your partner right those are ways to strengthen your marriage right your thoughts funny stories right you know, I have my husband sends me memes all the time. Whatever you guys can do to connect, right? Mm-hmm. That's It's, what about, you connection. Do. it's, about, it's about connection. It's about the connection. Mm-hmm. It's definitely about connection.
0: Oh, very good points. Um, mm-hmm. So anything that you want to lead or kind of message that you want to end with when it comes to communication in general, in relationships, um, just how we're relating to each other? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll just say that um, we don't want, our consequence of effective communication to kind of have our relationship suffer unnecessarily. But the good news is this, even though if you are in a bad space relationship, and even though that you are having common issues, a common reaction to any effective communication you can't overcome it. I mean, there are barriers, of course, to effective communication. I think Tree and I went over those quite enough during the episode, and we can always talk more about it right later on um, because there's a lot more than just what we named the list that we gave you um, that I gave you. is not at all inclusive list. There's other effective ways to communicate with your um, spouse, with your partner. But the good news is that this, as long as you guys are both willing to learn a new way of, of communicating effectively with each other and to put those points to use, right. You can overcome anything in your relationship. So I just want to bring you some hope that even though you probably are not Right where you feel like you should be. Communication is a skill that you can learn, right? And you can improve upon that. And ultimately you find what best works for you in your relationship, right? Because as what may work for me may not work for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just being able to understand that, oh, be self-aware of it, and and then move forward. So I would say that was one of the things. Awesome. That's a good ending Mm -hmm.
0: note. I would definitely say for myself just make sure to take a breath the first the first thing before i start a conversation that i know it's going to be heated take a breath mm-hmm. and i'm also going to make sure that i implement to not use you language
1: yes yes <laughs> yes it's so easy to do because like you made me, it's so easy to do and yeah I definitely I love to take a breath absolutely take a breath or take a moment to write down what your intentions are by having this conversation right Mm -hmm. not only taking that deep breath let's take it a step further and decide what your intentions are what Mm -hmm. are you what are you trying to gain from this conversation Mm
0: -hmm.
1: awesome you know Mm -hmm. okay all right that was our talk
0: today on effective communication um this is Obviously, this can help you in a relationship, in a marriage, but also taking some of these cues if you're trying to improve your communication, you know, outside of a relationship, if it's at work, with a coworker, even with family members. So I think this is a really great episode. Um, again, just another reminder for the month of February, Velna will be having our limited series. So this is just the second part. And then next week, we're going to have another episode for you. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Also, don't forget to leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at sister, sister podcast, or my parent page, true mommy and me. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest, you can contact me via email, which you can find in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in until next time.